welcome to the Car Sim and Race Driver Show, presented by Hugh Hattrick. We have Bathurst in the course, my very special guest, Peter Collie, Rascal, Rabbit, Josh Martin. It's great to have you back on the show. Drive fast and try not to crash. Good hey. evening. Hello and good evening, or it may well be good morning to all our fans across the globe. We have got a very special treat for you today. It's the Car 7 Race Driver Show with me, Hugh Hattrick, and my very special guest, Braden Henderson. H Hello, Braden. How are you doing hey. this morning? G'day, how are everyone? Hey everyone. Uh, yeah, I'm good, thanks to you. How are you? Very well indeed. It's great to see you. And I know the commitment of all our Australian and New Zealand buddies as they're up at incredible times in the morning. I believe it's round about six o'clock in the morning, is it just now? Or half past? Or, yeah, yeah, going on six o'clock. Yeah. Just so tick over six. I have to say, you've, you've got up early on a Saturday morning, which is incredible commitment <laughs> uh, to watch the car sim and race driver show. Now, we, I saw you a couple of weeks ago uh, on YouTube. You were doing the FIA race at Suzuka um, and having lots oh, of yeah. fun. Uh, it was a tough race. And I thought, this is the man we need to have on the show uh, to see what it's like. You just qualified out of, of school and now going at university. Um, so it's a great chance to see what uh, sim racing means to you and how it all begins. But of course, we need plenty of comments and they are coming in thick and fast. We've got lots of people in the in the chat already, which is brilliant. Sorry. So what I'll say is make sure you get your questions written in the comments and we'll start to ask Braden the questions in a few minutes. But uh, yes, someone's already commented on how nice uh, your track racer sim rig is. So you're making quite a few people envious already. But it's great to have everybody who's watching, whether it's a new subscriber or whether you've been with us for a long time, you're all very welcome on the show. And if you can hit that like button, that would be even better. And if you like lots of interviews uh, with sim racers, just like Braden um, and many more, make sure you subscribe as well. So Braden, I've done an introduction. I've blabbed on for long enough. Now it's your turn. <laughs> cool. how, how did your sim racing uh, career and, and passion begin? Right, well, um, right back at the roots. So my uncle, uh, he used to be into like racing games, stuff like that. Not, not as competitive as probably what I do now, but uh, he, used, he used to love playing like Gran Turismo 4 and 5. Everyone in chat, by the way. Um, yeah, and so basically when I was yay high, I guess, I would probably just uh, jump on and have a, just grab a P2 controller and play with him. Um, and basically, uh, yeah, he'd probably just, he'd probably start me off doing like all like the cone and like the lessons in Gran Turismo, basically. Yeah. And, um, and yeah, I think I started in GT5 was my proper yeah. Gran Turismo game. Uh, well, that was his game actually. And then that following Christmas, Gran Turismo 6 came out, that was mine. <laughs> I bought that on my PS3, and that was the thing. I grinded up every day after school with him, actually, in, um, I'd have to say, mostly Bathurst lobbies, I think, uh -huh. racing on yeah. Bathurst. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so I think I probably started uh, getting better and better. Um, I think my very first wheel uh, was the T60 racing wheel from, I think it's T T60, from, from from the Thrustmaster wheel, uh, wheel, wheel range, basically, but it didn't have any sort of full speed back or anything. It was 
little bungee cord basically yeah. <laughs> inside yeah. of the wheel. And um, yeah, so then once Gratris Motorsport came along, I was still using the pad. Um, I'm not very good at using DualShock 4 anymore, <laughs> I have to admit. <laughs> I've probably lost that ability now. But um, yeah, so basically what happened is uh, I started getting better and better. Got, got this wheel. Had, and, then, and then because I got the wheel, I thought, you know what, I need a good wheel stand. So I got Betsy the Bunnings table. Yes, for Betsy gets a shout out. So, um, <laughs> yeah, so I got Betsy. Uh, Betsy was going strong for a while and uh, kind of got better and better and better still. And then um, eventually I probably uh, just decided it's time to upgrade a little, a little more. <laughs> got that. Um, that looks and I got this, this bad boy. So yeah, custom, <laughs> custom wrapped and all. So that's incredible. It, the, the track racer does look fantastic. I'm sure we'll we'll talk about that a little bit later on. Now we've already got some questions, and um, quite a few questions. And I got a little tip, as as we would say back over in here in, in Britain, a little birdie said to me that you're obsessed with Mercedes. That was one of the yeah, big, big things. You know, <laughs> and I can see from the cap. And that's the thing, and also from the back of your seat there, which looks incredible. Um, you love Mercedes. So what is it about Mercedes that attracts you to them? Uh, well, my uncle, actually, um, well, he kind of introduced me to Formula One as well as Gran Turismo, so I probably wouldn't be doing this without him. So shout out to my uncle, down, like down the road, basically. But, um, yeah, so he introduced me to Formula One. Um, he actually bought an AMG C63S 2019 mm. coupe. So um, that's, his, that's his baby, basically, <laughs> along with the uh, uh, HSV Malu R8 Z series. So there's that, and yeah, so he's got two babies now, basically. And um, oh. so yeah, I, I think I just um, I decided to like Mercedes because he decided to like Mercedes. So yeah, yeah. so yes, yeah, so probably, so both pretty pretty well into Formula One. Um, I'm absolutely loving it. Um, and we're actually, we were going to go to Spa this year. Uh, see the Belgian Grand Prix, but unfortunately, because of yeah, uh, recent cool. events, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, so I think that might be on next year, maybe the year after. Yeah, yeah. Who knows? We'll, we'll get there eventually, but ah. yeah. So, yeah. That's that's how it all that's how it all started, and what you're seeing on Mercedes. To be fair, I did have a chance. I, I drove a, a Mercedes AMG. It was the C43 Saloon oh, uh, wow. earlier this year. Now, that was a nice car. It's not got the V8 engine. It was a three liter twin turbo and it was nice. It was four wheel drive and they wanted me to try and drift it, um, which was not an easy task, uh, but it was great around the wow. track. And uh, I've got a video of it on my, on the catalog on the channel, which was quite fun. And we were, we had a proper uh, British GT driver as an instructor and they were great oh, cars, wow. you know, and, but it's no doubt that all the practice on GT sport and things like that, even, you know, driving on road cars in the game, um, it was actually, I thought it was actually easier in real life. <laughs> the car hand, handled actually a bit better than you think. And, um, you know, it was amazing what, you, what, what it could do. Uh, but no, if you, I, I, would be, I would be getting very close to that uncle of yours and see if he can lend you the keys. Uh, you know, and say, oh, I'll just move it from the garage for you, around the driveway, you know, and say anything. Uh, <laughs> you know, I'll go uh, to the I shop. <laughs> you know, you know, you know, That'd be you know. awesome. <laughs> no, that's the thing. Um, but uh, now we've already, we've had a question from, CST BFO Fat Furby saying that uh, where are your medals, Nitro? So, <laughs> so um, a bit of background for that. Really, these are my only two medals that I really have, apart from like a couple participation awards at the school sports day. Oh. But uh, these are them. Wow! I'll show place. the camera properly. Yeah. So, oh, yeah. oh uh -huh. wrong way. 
So you've got a first there. there we go. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Two first place medals handed out by Furby, actually, because uh, me and the boys do this racing series called CST BFO Showdown. Um, and monthly-ish sort of a race. Um, I've taken out two for two, or was two for two. We did another one. Didn't get it. Didn't, didn't get didn't get gold, so it doesn't count. But um, yeah, so I got these medals. Really kind of Ferb. So thank you very much again, Ferby. Really, really love them. Um, but yeah, those those are my medals. Should I wear them or? <laughs> well, if you want, you're welcome. You're welcome. You can. You've got the bragging rights on this show, so that's all right. There you are. <laughs> <laughs> that's brilliant now uh, one of our next questions was what car would you love to own in real life so the daily and also your ultimates um geez uh i think my favorite car since i was like little i always used to watch like transformers basically oh, yeah. as we all probably did uh, favorite car would have to be a chevy camaro uh 2020 z01 yeah just that v8 um supercharger <laughs> Yeah, rub, rub it in first. <laughs> um, yeah, no, that that would be my dream car for sure. I'd probably, um, yeah, no, I'd, I'd love to see. I'd love to have that. That'd be the best car I could have. Um, little daily, I'm not sure actually. Um, I currently drive a little Holden Cruise, so um, I'm not sure I probably could use the Camaro for both. I suppose, but <laughs> that's it. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you don't you don't have a family, so you're okay. You can you can use the coupe for anything you like isn't it that's that's the thing yeah <laughs> now the big question that's on our minds at the moment and it's loopy racing who has been here right from the very start and he says what are your thoughts on the gt sport penalty system well that's always an interesting question so i reckon it's actually all right at the moment uh the way it is probably a little a couple little uh glitches so if someone bumps into you you get penalized probably should be sorted out yeah. But uh, I think, obviously, because motorsport, obviously, everyone says rubbing is racing, uh, but it's actually a contactless free, yeah. oh, sorry, contact free sport, basically. Mm. So even if you're doing a couple bumps and I put my hand up, I'm guilty. Definitely, yeah. Ferbs will, will say, yes, he is, uh, Mr. Tappy Tap. But I love, uh, well, I don't love, actually, that's the wrong word. Um, I, I do get my tap on sometimes and accidentally do um probably tap people obviously and um yeah basically i think if you're tapping people or if you're if you do hit people then you should be penalized no matter how hard or hard it is because you should be clean uh, nonetheless so (laughs) the tap sorry i was reading chat but um one of my biggest faults i guess as a a sim driver is going out of corner reading chat crashing so yeah yeah, pretty much (laughs) so very easily um, done yeah, very easily done. So yeah, um, yeah, I'd say it's probably all right at the moment. SR downs every every time you hit someone is probably fair, although we don't like to see it. No one likes to have be penalised. But yeah, I think it's actually fair at the moment. Um, and I just wish they'd probably stop tampering with it, to be honest, because it is all right. But if they were to do something with it, just to fix, um, like they're like the um, like they're wrongly. Um, the wrongly basically um penalties yeah. basically so the wrong penalties to the wrong drive yeah. to the wrong drive the thing is you so. say if someone hits you and you get the penalty that's the annoying yeah. thing i did have one great race um earlier on a monday um where all i could hear was crunching and banging it was a Porsche race and it was you know it was a, it was a grid start so we all set off 
um, and I didn't actually touch anyone. This was the thing. It was that like people were spinning off to the left and to the right, and then people behind me were spinning off. Um, and somehow I managed to pit my way through and end up being about seconds or thirds uh, after the first corner. And if there were penalties alike, and I was the only person who didn't get one. And, oh, I thought, wow. you know, and yet I heard all the sound of the crunching and everything else, and I thought, there's no way that we're all not going to get through this uh, without something. Um, and uh, I actually managed to go penalty-free. Um, wow. But uh, well, it was it was it was something because I thought there are obviously those glitches on the first few corners and you know and and obviously if people are I mean because people were swiping each other and everything and it was quite a high lobby as well I was quite surprised wow. because normally they would try and keep um, relatively clean um, but it does show you but the annoying thing is if somebody just taps you and then you get like a two second penalty and yeah. you've done nothing wrong yeah. that that really is infuriating um, when, yeah, when that happens definitely. That, yeah um, uh, yeah I agree definitely yeah. Now, um, there's lots of questions and they all seem to be coming around the same thing. Uh, and Ian, uh, Ian at B55 says, what is that rig? It looks great. So maybe now's the time in the show to show okay. you exactly <laughs> what you've got. There. So, oh, it's all right. I'll just angle my camera a little bit better. So this is my Track Racer T80 racing wheel. Um, I absolutely love it. I got it for my birthday this year. Um pestering my mom and dad to see if I can get an upgrade from Betsy the Bunnings table. And... Um, <laughs> This beauty is what I got. So uh, it's custom wrapped, actually, as you can see, and the Mercedes Patronus Formula One team livery wow. uh, yeah. with the cup with the a couple decals of my own, such as Grant. Um, I don't know if you can see it, but I have Gran Turismo, PlayStation, and my oh, Nitro Racing yeah. logo. So, wow. yeah. Wow. And um, hello, camera, focus, please. There we go. <laughs> and we have uh, a T one fifty there as well. So. Yes, that's 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 my uh, little rig, my little battle station. So absolutely, fantastic. absolutely adore it. So yeah, yeah. Really no, happy. I guess it's amazing what people have and the differences that they have. I mean, many people start with the play seat challenge and the Logitech, and then they go on to something like that. So they go into Thrustmaster uh, for perhaps for the wheel, and then and then maybe they can track racer and uh, and other other seats as well uh, or other play seats. Uh, but I mean, it's amazing the tech, and every few months you're getting new stuff that's coming out. But that one does look really good. It looks very robust. And you're saying it's very, very comfortable as well. Very comfortable. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, adds lots of padding on it, which is good, uh, which is awesome for long stints, uh, which I love doing, I guess. If I if I don't do a good race in the first slot, I'll go to the next one. Probably won't do a good race in the second slot, move to the next one. So, um, yeah, so I'll, I'll race for a couple of hours at a time. So having a really good, comfortable seat like this, uh it's just fantastic yeah ah super yeah. oh well well you've got lots of people probably drilling over that that seat there and they'll be they'll <laughs> be saying ah we need to get that for christmas but, yeah. um, but i think they're widely available um i know they've been advertising quite a lot on facebook and things like that so it's probably worth i know that um i follow thea the amazon on on yeah. uh, youtube and she has a, a special deal on it as well you, you can click her link and i think you get five percent off um a track oh, wow. deal um which is pretty good um, so it's worth having a good shop around, but that that does look a very impressive seat. And I got it's fully adjustable; you can move it back and forth um, like yeah. a normal car seat, which is great. Um, because that's the thing. Because if you want, if other members of the family want to have a go, then it's great if they can all if they can all uh, uh, use it without any major issues. Now yeah, we've talked definitely. a lot about about Gran Turismo, and that seems to be the game that you play quite a lot. But do you have other yeah. racing games that you like as well? Um. Well, not really, actually. Gran Turismo is probably like my only game that I've actually properly played at the moment. Um, no, not really, actually. <laughs> uh, I, know, I, know, 
I know I have been pestered to to try out ACC by a couple of guys. Um, probably one in particular. I think he's in chat. I think that's where his name pop up. But yeah, so I probably will try and get that eventually when um yeah when my course is that so, um and study kind of dies down a little bit for the year. Might might uh, stick I've my got, in. I said of course a competition and I said of course for the PlayStation PS4 and and it actually works pretty well and it's a good game and I think it's one of those games. It's it's quite hard. And you you know you, you can put some trap markers on and things, but um it really I th I find if I've played a lot of ACC I do better on Gran Turismo because I think it demands a lot more from you um, because you you really have to think ahead um, and you have to be it's it's you, you find that you know you, you can jump on and drive in GT Sport it's easy you know just to get yeah. on and, and have a go which is the great thing about it ACC takes an awful lot more because it's setups and all sorts of stuff that you can do. Um, and and it's, I suppose more limited in number of cars you can drive, but the the, the group fours are always quite fun. And actually, that takes me to what's your kind of favourite track car combination in GT Sport? Ooh, that's a good question. Actually, um, I reckon probably obviously the Mercedes. I'm not I'm probably not going to say anything else. But um, <laughs> favourite track again with the Mercedes. I really like Spa. Spa is a really good track. I love that. Bathurst as well, and. Um, I have to say, number in 24-hour dish because, um, yeah, it's really, really good track. I absolutely love it. Um, and I was actually going to go there as well. Um, uh, or was this year, mm -hmm. but uh, probably a couple of years' time, maybe, down down, down the road, down the track. Really, but, uh, is it yeah. always Group 3 or is it Group 4? What do you prefer? Group 3, probably, just a little more than Group 4. Um, only, only because it's just a bit... Bit faster, a bit quicker, um, handles a bit nicer. The Group Four Merc at the, at the moment probably needs a little bit of a little bit of a buffing. So um, yeah, so I I definitely say Group Three favorite car and favorite track probably between Bathurst and Nurburgring Twenty Four Hour or Dragon Trail. All right, all right, so. yeah, yeah, Dragon Trail is always good fun with that. That the, the Death Chicane, that's the thing. It could be it be tough. It's even it's 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 not quite so bad in a Group Four. But in the group threes, it can be a real. It's you. It's because it's gear changes and everything as you come through there, isn't it? It's a. It's a real kind of skill to be able to get through to that one, uh, which is yep. good. And what currently are your kind of ratings on on uh, GT Sport? Um, are you um, are you already at S? Or are you aiming for S? What's kind of your? your so goal? I've already. So yes, I've already actually applied for the S rate uh, S rating uh, in DR, and I've also of course got a S rating in SR. Um, Excellent. Yeah, it was A plus for probably like ten days, I guess. But um, I think just having bad races every now and then uh, kind of lets like makes me dip below it a little bit. I'm, I've been trying to grind at a couple of dailies, but need to get given a couple uh, a couple of good dailies um, yeah. just to grind my way back up there. But um, yeah, I'm, I'm always lingering around A plus uh, DR driver rating. That's very good. Um, then. Yeah, I try. Well, that, means, that means you're very quick. Now that's, that's, that's good because my, one of my co-hosts who was on our show on Tuesday night, I was trying to teach him for a joke how to go a bit quicker around the track. And you don't want to ask me how to make you go quicker. But he's, he's asked the question, <laughs> who is quicker, Hugh or Nitro? And I think, well, that's a pretty Ooh. obvious question. Who's an SS driver and who is barely on A&S? Um, so it's, uh, I think that's a fairly easy one to get right. I have to say, I did enjoy it. I do like Group 4. So I, I managed to get, I think, a 127.2. At uh, at, uh, at Laguna Seca this week, so that's oh, wow. so not too about a second off or so, just over a second off the best time. But that's not too bad for a forty-five-year-old fat man um, who can try and who tries to to do GT sports. Um, but uh, 
but no, it's good fun, and it's a great thing. Is I think the more you practice, the better you, the better you get, um, and uh, you've sort of shown yeah. to get up there. So I suppose the 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 next question would be, um, what are your tips for getting faster? What's what, what's been the key for you getting up to those the highest levels at GT Sport? Well, um, doing a lot of racing, I guess, just as many races as you possibly do on as many tracks as you can possibly do. Um, learning tracks as much as you can. So when I when I go into manufacturers in the last couple of weeks, especially, I haven't really given that given it that many. I've probably only had like half an hour before a race to practice. So um, I think I think definitely um, as much practice as you can do for a race, the better you will do. Um, and that's definitely shown in my results for the past season. Mm-hmm. Um, I started off pretty strong because I had a lot of practice, um, and then it started to drop dropped down but when I had exams and stuff coming in and um and things that I had to concentrate on besides sim racing which is unfortunate but um yeah so I think is uh if you can if you can do as many laps as you can possibly can just okay. until the tires die if you can do as many races as you can possibly do um then I think you'll you, you will obviously get better and you'll and you'll start to learn the track and the car more and you'll be able to understand how the car reacts when you do things um, and and um, and like when you go around certain corners, what will the car do? How will it handle that corner? Uh-huh. Um, and just trying to find like the um, just the limit, basically. So yeah, as many races you can do, basically. And lots um, of it's, it's, yeah, every race you every race you do is going to help you, hundred yeah. percent. Now we've got a question from Banana Josh, uh, which was actually done near the start of the show, um, and he says, "Will you beat Cody?" Lakoski and GT Sport <laughs> top sixteen superstars. So Cody, if you if you if you're a little unaware, he is the uh, well, I don't think he was the fastest guy anymore. But I think he was just pipped at the post uh, last season. Um, he was for a, for the longest time the fastest driver in Oce- in Oceania. Uh, drove for Mercedes too. That's why I'm number second in Australia uh, for Mercedes, basically. Um, not to or anything but uh yeah but um yeah but um probably maybe not i don't know we'll see uh definitely on my bucket list to to try and beat him i guess um he's a really good guy um and i've been watching uh his times and his replays and stuff a lot just to see if i can get a better understanding of my own car because mm-hmm. he's so so super quick so yeah yeah well, that's something and uh, one of the questions as well from Lippy Racing, Lippy Racing was saying, do you listen to any sim racing podcasts? Yes. Yes, I do. Um, uh, sim Caters podcast, shout out to them on YouTube, Apple Play, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. Sim Caters podcast run by actually In Exile, a previous uh, previous guest here. Oh, yeah. And Pat yes, Becky. So, uh, yeah. So definitely watch them uh, or listen to, to them. Sorry. And I'll pop that yeah. in the description. Because uh, once this goes out as well, I'll put it in the description, um, so you can you can always email email me with all those things. That would be that would be fantastic, and it's a great shout out to previous guests on the show. And so, what are the kind of things that you look out for, or you think you've learned from these kind of podcasts? Because it's now there's lots of talk. What are the things that you can look out for to try and help you racing and your and your and your tactics? Right. So. Um... It's a good question, actually. So um, I'd probably say, uh, learning from these podcasts, um, they they do talk about um, about like um, like what daily races are really good to to actually get into and to and to start 
doing more of, I guess, and um, mm. what, what you should and shouldn't be doing in a race and stuff like that. Obviously, I think what was mentioned was tapping people from Furby, I think, in, in one episode. Um, so I think that was almost like a bit of a direct sort of thing to me <laughs> to try and get me to stop tapping people. Um, <laughs> I try. I'm trying. Okay, Furbs. We'll have to <laughs> get yeah, Furby uh, on the show. We'll have to get him yeah. on the show next. And see if Definitely, he'll yeah. get his get his old version on it. <laughs> <laughs> no, so yeah, I think um, yeah, they just give really really good advice and um, in in all things racing, um, and it's yeah really good to listen to them. And because um, although although they do have some fun and uh, yeah, just just talk just talking jibber jabber a little bit. Um, it's they, they, uh, like in 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 with the jibber jabber is a lot of really good helpful tips. Um, yeah, yeah they're, they're really good at what they're doing. And um, podcast is awesome. Yeah. Well, perhaps yeah. we can do a, a little collaboration and uh, we could have them both on the show, both presenters, um, and we could have that would be quite a fun, a fun night that for us all. Really um, yeah. To discuss some racing and see how, how we all get on and, and all our uh, our points of view on racing. That um, Now, we, we've got obviously Gran Turismo 7 coming out quite soon. Um, yeah. What would you like to see in in GT Seven? What would be your 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 best kind of or your your your, your the requirements that you think would be a good update? Right. Um, oh, I reckon probably the new Merc, the new Merc GT Three car, the facelift one. <laughs> I would love to see that. Um, probably a, a wider range of cars. I know. I think in Exile was probably hoping for like a lot of. Um, like classic Japanese cars and just classic cars in general, I think he was saying. I probably yeah. have to agree with him. Um, like, I think um, really good classic cars, I think that's probably where GT's roots are. Yeah. Uh, yeah. With all that sort of cars. So, I think um, having something like that would be really, really good. A uh, lot like lots of them because um, I think in previous games, used to have a couple thousand cars. So, yeah, if they could somehow bring all them back, I think that would be really, really good. Yeah. Um, yeah. the Australian V8 cars. cars. Remember, oh, remember, because it's famous at definitely. Bathurst, isn't it, for the Australian, uh, is it the Australian touring cars? The, the, the special V8 supercars. Yeah, the V8 yeah. supercars. I always thought that would be an incredible. And we don't, we don't really have anything like definitely. that on GT Sport. No, yeah. That would be something. Yeah. Um, because, oh, yeah, we have, because in Britain we have the the British Touring Car Championship, and it's it's had an amazing history. Uh, in the nineties, a lot of people think that was its kind of golden period. Um, but that would be because we all, we'd love. Grand Turismo to have the, the all like you know the Vauxhall Cavaliers and they would be like Opal Vectras probably over in Australia um, and uh, things like that and the Alfa Romeos the one five fives from like ninety four with Tarquini and and all and the Volvo Estates they had all they had an amazing run of cars um, they, that they used to race uh, in Britain but oh, you know it'd be great to have something like that. I think there is actually a British touring car game coming out at some point um, oh, cool. quite, on, on PlayStation so that that would be good uh, but I suppose when the new ps5 comes out the graphics are going to be better and it's going to hopefully Definitely. be able to do it more but i think yeah gt7 it'd be great to see more cars um, and maybe a few more races as well for the daily the dailies because you only really have three and yeah. we have a very short one i think they can make them a little bit longer and i think it's quite yeah. good having a few races that aren't maybe you know they're between 10 minutes and whatever 10 15 minutes and then you've got the more serious ones that last 20 minutes or half an hour but maybe an extra race every week would be uh, just to add to, yeah. you know, even like a rally, you know, like a, a, a like a rally cross or something, because they've got some yeah, that would be really good. That would, that would maybe stir it up a little bit. Um, yeah, you don't really see that cars being used that much, um, or it could just be an, an interesting combination or a single seater race every every week as well or something, you know. 
Um, I would love like the old Formula Fords. Um, you know, uh, like, yeah. so, you know, a really basic single seater. I think that would be really good fun um, to have something like that because obviously they've got the F1 cars and stuff. But I think I could imagine a, a you know if you had like a, a grid that was like 24. Uh, different drivers all racing around Brands Hatch or Bathurst or somewhere in single seat. <laughs> really really it? It'd yeah. be quite yeah. fun. Um, but uh, so yeah, so things like that I think would be would be quite fun. Uh, in fact, in Exile has said an enduro, yeah. a one-hour enduro race would be good. I think that would be, be really good. good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and be racing has said, your birdies must be sleeping, Nitro. <laughs> So, um, yeah, yeah. So I have two little birdies actually. Uh, one's a little love bird, one's a budgie, and you can often hear them pretty all the time throughout throughout my streams, basically. Because um, yeah, I think because I'm just using an open microphone at the moment from my camera, but uh, yeah, you can always hear them. <laughs> They're pretty loud, so they are asleep at the moment. Uh, that's all right. You've got the cover over them to keep them quiet. And that's yeah, the that's thing. it. That. Uh, now, we've got a couple of questions here. Uh, also, another one from Fat Furby saying, um, at Catalonia, you went from 14th to 5th with no tapping and amazing racing. So what was the key to that? Um, that was, I think, after four bad races at Catalonia. I just, I just probably gotten, gotten the hang of the track at that point. Um, obviously, I think, I think when you're practicing for a race, especially um, for like Catalonia or like a really kind of, I want to say it's a complex track, but for any really hard or difficult tracks that you're that you're struggling on, I think doing at least four or five practice races before the race really really helps. Mm. I was sort of um, using the actual races as a practice race, <laughs> which probably isn't the best thing to do, but um, yeah, definitely I'd say practice a lot more uh, would be would be the secret. Um, I still couldn't really get qualifying down, I think, on that race. But um, yeah, I think I made made up for it certainly in um, in, uh, in 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 race pace for sure. So yeah, so um, that was uh, also the strategy was a bit different. I, I'd gone through like a like a previous race replay that I'd just done, and um, and yeah, basically I would uh, I, I saw that the guy behind me went from almost last to first using like a certain um, like a certain piss strategy. And I thought. I'm a copy of this guy, and yeah, fourteenth uh, yeah, of fifth, not a bad race. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Well, you've got more fans coming in. From, we've got Chandris and Oceanic Ferret. Um, hey, g'day guys! They're all, they're all coming in, and so ready. You can. We're more than welcome to ask as many questions as you can to our very special guest Nitro, who is taking the questions today all the way from Perth in Australia. But uh, now, now Banana Josh has said. The Toyota GR Yaris 2020 is coming to GT Sport. What's your reaction? Well, uh, I'm honestly, well, I don't really know because, like, um, I don't think I've even seen the proper car yet. But, um, well, I mean, there's lots of there's lots of little cars like that in the game already. Um, I think oh. it'd be really good to good to get more of them. Well, I say I say more of them, but probably like really really good cars. Um, yeah. Just just because it'd be fun, just bashing around in them in, in daily races and, and stuff like that, and just to be able to drive and see them, see all these classic cars and good cars in lobbies and stuff like that. Yeah. So yeah, uh, the Yaris probably uh, not probably not really as excited as a lot of the cars that you might you might see coming possibly in the near future. But yeah, <laughs> that's be interesting. Thank goodness it's not a price. That's it. Yeah, <laughs> be otherwise that would be. That would be pretty awful. Um, oh, although, although it would be quite a fun race. You can imagine that on a daily race. Eh? 
Uh, and they'd always choose it'd be like around the north slifer you know a two oh, lap no. race the, you know it would be that would oh, just be geez. awful um but uh, hopefully gt sport will not listen to this um and end up putting that one on now we've got yeah. a very technical <laughs> question um for one of our co-hosts here um who's a bit of a, an led fanatic so he's saying do you find the blue lighting behind your television is helpful and is it a philips hue lighting system Right, so I wouldn't say it's helpful. Um, it's definitely really good. Definitely brightens uh, this corner of the room, especially, and adds a bit of flair to the to the rig if it wasn't already special enough. But um, yeah, it, uh, it changes color, and it is the hue hue play. I think it's what it's called. Yes, the hue play uh, little light bars are only probably like this big, basically. Yeah. But um, yeah, they're pretty damn bright, <laughs> and you can control them on an app. And so I wouldn't. Uh, yeah, but as I wouldn't say they're probably helpful. Um, they're not, they definitely don't hinder me, uh, hinder my ability to really to drive, but they just look cool. So, <laughs> yeah, I love it, it does look, it does look decent. But, um, now Fat Furby has, has asked any story behind your online name of Nitro? <laughs> um, sorry, Furbs, but there's it's nothing really special about that. Um, uh, I don't know, I probably just chose it when, when PlayStation asked me to. Asked me to choose a name. Um, I don't know. I probably wanted a car-related name. Um, could have gone um, anything else, but I just thought Nitro was a good name. Um, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Not, yeah, nothing too special, but yeah. Uh, that's great. Now this is a time in the show when I, for for what little merchandising I do have, this is everyone who get, who who comes on the show now gets to see the famous cup, and this is the name of our. Um, if I'll see if I can. If that will work, there you are. Can you see it there? Um, the name of our one is uh, Winning the Race at the First Corner. Fat Man in a Cheap Sim. And you won't get that anywhere else, guaranteed. Anywhere else in the world, indeed. They're just £9 plus postage, even for all you guys across there on the other side of the globe. You can still order one of these. Send me an email, info at hughattrick.com, and we'll get one sent over to you. As I say, just £9 plus postage. But that's all the merchandising I'll do, I promise you, for this. I'll certainly I'll see <laughs> that now, but I'll probably do it later on. But um, but, <laughs> but there we are. So what are your future goals um, for sim racing? What would you like to achieve? Where do you see yourself in a few years' future time? goals? Yeah. Um, well, I'd definitely like, love to see myself in a top 16 race. Um, I've, I've just been a bit shy of that. I think, I think I've finished 37th in Oceania. That's including all the states plus... Uh, New Zealand and also Tasmania as well. Um, so not a bad effort. Um, I would definitely love to love to be higher up there in the ranks. I, I suppose. Um, yeah, I, I definitely love to be getting a bit quicker every race I do. Every every single qualifying I do, I'm, I'm definitely getting quicker every practice race and everything I, I do. Get, I'm getting better. So I would love to see myself get um, get towards McCosey. I don't know if I'll ever beat him in a race. I've 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 been in a race with him. I've been lapped by him. So um, I'd, I'd love to be there up there competing with him in top 16 race for sure, representing oh, Mercedes. Yeah. And, I mean, the thing is, because obviously when you're getting up to these high levels in GT Sport, I'm sure you would be good on other games like ACC. And I was just uh, doing interviews for the, the SimGrid Spa 24-hour race 
um, just at the weekend there. Um, and it was a it was a great race to I mean to be part of, and you know actually large large number of drivers, um, and a, a lot of them are professional, some of them are amateur, but really great community, and it was great fun. And I could certainly see you doing well in those races if you have a team that you put together um, and did like a twenty four hour race. Would that be something that you would quite like? I mean, especially when it's Spa, because I know that's one of your favourite tracks. Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, I would love to do like some sort of like a really big endurance race. Um, I really love endur endurance racing, actually. Um, I, I find myself getting into a bit of bit of a groove, just looking at the lap times and just trying to get better and better and better every lap. Um, so I think going over to ACC would be a pretty pretty big adventure. Um, I haven't really played anything else since uh, since Grand Turismo Sport came out, so uh, it would be, it'd be kind of cool to... Um, to, to, yeah, uh, to test it out basically and to see how it goes yeah, yeah. that's pc based um the acc mm. that they use for that um but no I, th I think you would do really well um because if you're getting these kind of top run um you know s, s level and s level um for for gt sport that's that that's kind of the, the the ones that can do that tend to be able to do pretty well on acc as well and i'm sure the sim grid would be a great a, a great opportunity for you that um but no that is something if you could have a chance to to, to actually have a go in a real racing series what would it be oh i'm not sure well like in, in real life you mean in or? real life yeah if you got the chance because <laughs> a lot of these sim racing competitions now if you win them or do really well you can get a chance to drive in a real racing series yeah um, what, what would be your your choice if you could do that wow um yeah supercars would be really cool although i think gt3 um, like like the actual real life GT3 series would be amazing. Um, I probably I probably go for the Benz, of course, um, with, with that really mean looking facelift car. Um, that would be really cool. Even something like Formula Ford would be really good just just to get just to get into and just to start doing. Um, but yeah, I'd say if I had to choose, probably between V8 supercars and GT3, um, definitely would be just something else being able to yeah. drive those cars. So. Yeah. And we've got yeah. a question from Banana Josh saying, will you drive iRacing to bring you to the next level of your racing career? I don't know, actually. That's a really good question. Um, I don't know. I, I, I probably definitely have to get a really good PC for that. This one's struggling just to stream at the moment. So <laughs> I definitely have to invest a little more. Um, but I think iRacing would be, would be pretty cool. Um, definitely, definitely pretty expensive. I think I was talking to Loopy about that yesterday in my party chat, just getting into iRacing, and um, he reckons it's just pretty, pretty damn expensive to get into. And um, but yeah, it would be really good because I think um, just the way the cars handle, mm -hmm. I think would feel a little more realistic than what Gran Turismo does. Um, yeah. Although I haven't really tested it out, and I think the closest I've come is going down the freeway, freeway speeds. So <laughs> when, I, when I've been driving, so um, I don't know, probably probably would be probably would feel a little little more like real life. Yeah, um, over, yeah over exactly. through, but yeah, it'd be interesting to get into for sure. Yeah, good, yeah. Well, no, that's that's fantastic. But um, so we've we've uh, actually we've we've had uh, discussed your favorite games, best results, penalties, future goals. Um, what would you say has been some of your craziest moments? Perhaps a race where it was a penalty fest. And you managed to get through it without kind of hurting your own DR, or what's just been the craziest moments that you've had so far in GT Sport? Wow. Well, um, God, now I've got to remember. Uh, so I think that race that you probably joined in uh, a couple of weeks ago, oh, yeah. Suzuka. 
Uh-huh. I did a massive spin, but uh, I managed, somehow managed to recover it. Um, I think it's somewhere on the Discord or on my channel. You can go have a look. But, yeah, so I think um, that, that was pretty crazy. I ended up uh, facing the right way and just on like sort of on the line, managed to get uh, around the corners pretty pretty efficiently after that. So, um, yeah, that was, that was pretty crazy. Um, I think all the showdown races have been pretty pretty damn crazy as well. Like there's lots of uh, lots of really close racing in, in with those showdown races that I do to mm-hmm. that, that I got these medals for. But um, yeah, I'm not, I can't remember actually. It's a very very hard <laughs> good question actually. Um, I'm trying to look at chat and see if they give me any reminders. But uh, <laughs> well, that, um, no, that makes sense. I mean, because sometimes it's yeah. hard. There's so many different races, it's it's uh, difficult to tell. Um, like, oh, what's cat, yeah. the <laughs> then do you like the? I mean, obviously you, you'd like GT3 as you've told us. Um, do you ever do the other road car races that come up in the daily races and in in Grand Turismo Sport? Yeah. So yeah. So um, just recently, I've been smashing out a couple daily race A's. Um, I really actually quite like doing road car races. I think there was one a while ago, and it was like a Ferrari four five eight Italia race on uh, Maggio. I think oh it's yeah, called. yeah. Uh-huh, and yeah. it was an absolute drift fest. I loved it, just being able to go side like sideways around every corner. So oh, much fun. Yeah, <laughs> yeah was that? Uh, I'm trying to remember if that was Maggio in reverse or something, or was it the normal track? I can't remember. As you say, it was a few weeks ago, or was it? The yeah, normal? it was a good race. Pretty sure yeah. it was like a very. I think it was like the smaller. It's like a smaller version of the track, basically. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, it was a really good race, and I really enjoyed it. Um, I do, I do like racing in a couple um, like road car races every now and then. Mm. I, I dipped my toes in like the LMP1 racey, not my cup of tea, I don't think. But um, yeah, yeah it was definitely an interesting race though, for sure because there's like the LMP1 Group One cars are just mm. a completely different beast to the GT3s and everything that you drive. So yeah, it was interesting. Yeah, sure. I know because that's the. I mean, they are very, very fast, and you get the, the kind of specialists who are. They always do do a Lamar race, don't they? Um, uh, on on the on GT Sport, you always get that with Group One, um, and it's they're good fun. But there's there's a big difference between the really fast guys. I mean, I remember they were doing like a three minute seventeen at Le Mans, um, and you know, like the top kind of times are even faster than that. And I was struggling to get like a three twenty four or something. You know, it's it's there's obviously so many areas that I can make up time. Um, but it's it's they're they're hard cars to drive. Um, those kind of really the, the kind of top end stuff, and it's you it's I suppose you you have your specialist areas that you really like. And you were saying earlier that's GT three. Um, do you think you'll you'll change some of that, or do you want to stick around the kind of GT racing and specialize with them? Ah, uh, well, I really love GT racing. Um, it's it's very very competitive and close racing as well. Um, I don't know. I, Really, uh, I really like uh, like the formula racing as well. I think they have the super formula races or like uh, oh, car, yeah. or cars yeah. in, in Gran Turismo, and um, yeah, they're, yeah, they're actually pretty fun as well. I love, I love um, bashing around in them, I guess. Did you beat the, <laughs> I, I bet know. you beat the, the Verstappen and Albon. To, uh, I had track. a go at that, I didn't, I didn't really give it all, uh, like all, like all I could give, but I don't think I didn't, I didn't end up beating them though. Um, I think it was close, I think probably under a second or like just about a second off of them so definitely heaps of heaps of time to gain in that but um yeah That's i think lots of people would be doing it was, it's really it was, tough yeah, yeah i got i think at 139.6 or something and i was about three or four tenths away from verstappen's time and i tried it for oh, about wow. an hour and i couldn't get i just i think when you go in it so long and you just think no i stopped working you just need to take a break and come back 
Um, but I know like people like Super GT, they got a 138 dead, I think, pretty what? much. And so they beat Far Avalon out. and and I thought, goodness me, that was something. That's that amazing. Because I think the yeah. top times were like a 137, six or something like that. Um, but uh, but obviously the other guys, that's all they do is just round and round in his uh, uh, in, in the super his cars, yeah. But, um, but yeah, but no, that's the thing. Now um, you said right at the very beginning as to how you got into gaming, and uh, you used to watch Formula One with your dad and things like that. That's why you're a big Mercedes fan and you love Formula One. Um, and you're obviously watching it today. When did you start watching Formula One? And do you have any kind of favourite drivers and and or favourite moments from F1 that kind of inspired you? Yeah, um, I probably only started watching it like maybe four years ago, maybe. Um, yeah, definitely probably Lewis Hamilton, I'd have to say. I think this is actually his cap. So, All right, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely have to say Lewis, really, really good fast driver. I think there's a bit of hate for Lewis, but um, I, I really I really look up to him in the fact that he's, he's as consistent and as fast as he is. And the fact that he's breaking records like Shumi's records, um yeah. just fantastic and obviously you know, I, I can't go past danny rick as well perth boy yeah, so yeah, um yeah, yeah so uh, he's been on fire lately as well so yeah he's um, done really well i'm so pleased to see him get podiums in the Renault and really outperform yeah. um uh, that car which is which is fantastic but um uh and uh oh yes now here's a here's a question from loopy racing what are your thoughts thoughts on twitch streamer <laughs> Ah, Twitch streamers are the best streamers, Loopy. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm sure I'm sure Chad Rice and chat will agree. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, those Twitch guys, yeah. Twitch streamers are really good. Uh, I really like Twitch as a platform. I think the things that you can do as a streamer is really good. Um, how you have all these like different little uh, like channel points that you can actually spend and and uh, and do stuff. I think Chad Rice, shout out to Chad in chat, uh, Chad Rice on Twitch. Really awesome guy, um, awesome channel. He does lots of Gran Turismo um, streams and stuff like that. That's just having a really good time, basically. Not not really caring about racing too much, but more <laughs> more there for the vibes. But yeah, um, Twitch is a really good platform, Loopy. Um, I think if I wasn't on YouTube, I'd definitely be on Twitch for sure. Yeah. yeah. Now we've got some good comments here. Oceanic Ferret, which is a great name, I have to admit. Um, I started watching when I was three, um, so I presume that must have been Formula One. Um, and uh, and he said, and then Chadray says, uh, or Chadray says, good-looking guys on Twitch. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Fat Furby says, YouTube forever. And I think that's also Lupi's point of view as well. YouTube, um, the, the YouTube and Twitch uh, wall goes on strong still. <laughs> yeah, so it's quite a thing, isn't it? Because YouTube is probably more popular, but I suppose if Twitch has more facilities, um, then it's it's a bit more tricky to get into. I'm having horrendous issues trying to sign in and I forgot my sign in and all that all that stuff um but youtube once you're signed up it's kind of easy um easy to go but uh but no that's brilliant so keep your questions coming in second fast for nitro um as we ask him all about sim racing and his career and where he's going and uh, now in terms of because you've been watching formula one for four years so you really only have watched the f1 when it's been the the new turbo hybrid engines um, but yeah. have you ever witnessed any of the kind of racing beforehand about the V8s? Because they were a lot noisier. Yeah. Um, and yeah. what did you think uh, of that? Well, I haven't witnessed them in person. Yeah, I really, on my, uh, it's definitely on my bucket list to go and watch some V8s. Uh, sorry, some F1, sorry. Uh, yeah. But I have, I, have, I have watched like a couple highlights and, and different races from our previous 
previous yeah. years of when they had like older cars and the and the V8 era. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think even a couple of V12s as well. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, it's been it's been really good to see how like the cars have been evolving as well. Mm-hmm. Um, the fact that I think it's only been seventy years of Formula One or something, and the yeah. fact that it's been able to come from that far is just incredible. Yeah, so, yeah, really, well, really um, good to see the progression. I'll give you a word of warning: when you get to see the V8 cars, they're a heck of a lot noisier than the V6. Oh, really? A lot noisier. Um, wow. But uh, I mean, they're amazing. They're absolutely incredible. There's some great videos on YouTube that people have done. One I always used to like. It was done in 2013. It was one of the last races. If it was the last race of the V8 era at Abu Dhabi, and someone took a, a minute-long video of the cars coming to the grid, um, and then uh, so most of them are on the grid already. And then you can just hear them banging off the rev limiter as they get to wow. the grid. And the noise is just, you'll never forget it. Um, and then the, the, the revs go up as the green, as the man with the green flag goes past. And then they all zip away. Um, and it's just incredible. Um, and uh, I, I remember when I, I used to watch the, the, the F1 testing when it was in Spain at Jerez. And we used to fly out for a couple of hours to, to Spain. Um, and it was ten euros to get in and watch the watch the the, the, the testing. Wow. And you could get right to the to the to the action. It was a it was a really good track for that. And the first That's time awesome. it was two thousand and eight, and it was only Hamilton's second full year in, in Grand Prix. And we managed to walk right round to the back of the circuit. And who was the first guy to come round? We had our little camera up, but Lewis Hamilton and his Mercedes. No and way. Just came hearing round and oh, it puts the chills on my back. You know, it's like as he came racing awesome. round. And it's just and the noise and the, the just the atmosphere and the smell and the whole thing it's just incredible um but if ever you get a chance you go to the goodwood festival of speed um because they oh, have f1 definitely. cars from all the eras um and they have them they have the kind of v8 era there uh, covered always really well um and the best thing we did they were in the paddock at goodwood you have this hedge and then they, they on the other side is all the teams and they start up the cars one by one and, you know, they've all got these oh, amazing wow. libraries. So stand behind the hedge. Get as close Definitely. as you can behind the hedge. Um, and then they go up one by one, like the Red Bull will start. And then the Ferrari will start. And they do sound similar. There's little differences in there. Um, and then the McLaren will start. And then there'll probably, there'll probably be an Alfa Touri or something like that, or an Alfa Romeo, um, or one of these ones with the, all, all V8s or V10s. And the noise is just incredible. Um, it's, it's something you'll never forget uh, once you've seen something like that. That, um, but now That's one amazing. of the other, other questions we've had um, is, are you going to be upgrading or what would be your plan for an upgrade for your oh. uh, uh, sim rig? I'd have to say, um, get a new wheel for sure. Um, I think they were asking kind of what wheel. So I'd probably get a CSL Elite or something of that description. Um, definitely a Fnatic wheel. I'd say they're really, really good wheels. I know that Furbs and that Inexile and a couple of guys have them. They look really, really good. Um, so I'd definitely probably be upgrading that next. Um, I just got a brand new monitor as well, and uh, oh, covering that as well. And um, but yeah, I'd definitely say new wheel and new pedal box would hundred percent be my next upgrade for sure. <laughs> That'll be on the Christmas yeah. list. That'll be definitely. the one. <laughs> Christmas list. <laughs> Isn't it? Right, sure. about the past Black Friday where you can get the deals on Amazon. Or whatever it might be, but uh, but yeah, no, that's thing. Now, how do you find using a curved monitor? Has that changed a wee bit of your driving experience? Curved monitor? I've only just had it for like a couple of weeks, and honestly, it's it's really really good. I don't think it changes anything. Um, right. Probably immerses you maybe a little more because well, that's more of what you can see, uh, like um uh, like in your, your field of vision. 
It's a 37 and a half inch um, Nitro monitor. It's actually an Acer Nitro monitor. I didn't, didn't get it for the name or anything. <laughs> no. But um, yeah, no, it's, it's really, really good. I'm loving it. So yeah, cheers. I love the setup. I've actually got a little monitor over here, actually, which is a little 24 inch Acer Nitro monitor. Again, didn't get it for the name. Or anything. Um, <laughs> that's going to be situated just above there, above that monitor, so I can read chat and um, and watch videos while I'm racing and stuff. So, yeah, yeah, because that's the thing, <laughs> isn't it? It's good to have your monitor nearby so you can see the chat quite quickly and choose yeah. what kind of comment you can uh, respond to and things like that. But Definitely, uh, yeah. But yeah, and uh, now I've got uh, we've got a, a, a question here from um, Staniel eighty five. Uh, I think that's what it was. Uh, give me two seconds here. Um, uh, have you raced in IRL? If so, what car and track? Um, I haven't. I think the closest, or oh, like the only racing I've done in real life is probably like bumper cart, go kart races at like birthday parties and stuff like that. <laughs> I wish I, I wish I could have done a bit more. Um, like actual proper racing, I don't. Um, I think if we could rewind the clocks, it'd probably go and and do like go-karting and, and start getting into that properly. Um, or even just probably in the future, maybe if I could save up enough just to buy a little a little cart, maybe um, like maybe I'd get into that or maybe a little project car, perhaps that me and my uncle that could work on. So I think that would be really good. Uh, but apart from little bumper carts, no, not, not much real racing, unfortunately. <laughs> so. but, um, now, Loopy Racing has asked, would it be um, for your, uh, your wheel, would it be a Thrustmaster GT or Fanatec for GT Sport Ooh. only? Well, I don't know because like I do play Gran Turismo like a lot, so I think the TGT would be really cool to have since it is like a Gran Turismo wheel from Thrustmaster. But I don't know. I really like I really like the Fanatics actually. Um, I've been having a look at them. May have, may have added a couple of things to the to the shopping cart. Haven't clicked by obviously yet. Just just dreaming about it. But. Um, <laughs> No, I, um, I probably would go for the Fanatic, like Fanatec or however you say it, but yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah, that's the thing. Now, here's a completely different question for you, also from Lippy Racing. Do you do any bike riding? Yes, I do, actually. That's, that's my little uh, hobby on the side of sim racing as well. Um, of course, sim racing is a hobby for me. Huh? Um, but, yeah, I do love going mountain biking up in the Western Australian hills and stuff like that. Um, I love, uh, I actually have like a GT marathon bike. It's an American bike, but it's like a um, dual suspension bike. And um, yeah, I really, yeah, really love it. I actually go up with my uncle. Again, it's another thing. Shout out to my uncle. Um, yeah, so I, I have to go up with him and um, yeah, and just kind of go through like um, the Perth Hills. Um, just, just riding, riding around, hitting trails, going through water crossing. Just love it. Ah, yeah. keeps you fit as well, isn't it? That's the thing. Definitely. It's a good, healthy sport to be able to do um, and to make it all to kind of keep you ready and, and eyes kind of, I suppose, in the right kind of health and attitude. In fact, that's a, a question there. Do you think that the, the fitter you are, the better you get on sim racing? Or do you think, like me, you can be a bit overweight and still manage to do quite well? No, I definitely reckon um, that anyone can get into sim racing. Anyone can, anyone can be fast uh, as long as you put in enough practice. I don't think um, really age or like fitness really plays that much of a of, of a role in this. Um, yeah. But uh, well, yeah, well, 
you think though that maybe the fitter you are perhaps the sharper the reactions as well because you're more kind of mentally because obviously the fitter you are more mentally strong as well you tend to get um because you've got that extra energy um to be able to put out there well that's true yeah um yeah it's probably probably got some sort of a of a role in in it i guess but um i don't know i think um well, I mean, probably reaction times is, is really the only thing, I suppose. Yeah. But yeah, um, I, I actually have a guy. Oh, sorry, I have a friend. Sorry, um, who, who does this as well, and he was telling me like a couple of days ago that he knows a dude who is eighty nine years old and playing Gran Turismo, basically, wow. and he's just probably as fast as us. That's so amazing. So anyone, it? yeah, I know, eighty nine years old. I was blown away by that actually. So yeah, um, That's fantastic. Probably keeps you quite. Yeah. It does keep you alert and keeps your mind going because you're having to think yeah, all the time. Yeah. So it's like a good game instead of playing chess. Um, you can play Gran Turismo and it, and you, you you are sweating away as you race. So at least you're you're getting some form of of exercise and yeah. things like that. <laughs> but uh, have you ever played the kind of motion um, simulators? You know, there are some motion simulators no. in racing, but you, have no, you ever had a chance? I haven't had a go there yet. I know there is a place in Perth that that has like a couple of them. And, uh, and they're really big sort of rigs um, and, and they have, and they're on stilts almost and, and you can sit in them and they've got hydraulics and moving you around. I'd really love to try that. I think that'd be a really cool experience. Yeah. Um, to, to, just to get an extra, an extra feel in the game. Because um, mm -hmm. that'd be pretty crazy actually, <laughs> just being able yeah. to be, like, move around. If you go over a bump, you'll, you'll feel it, which is something oh. you, you don't get in normal sim racing that you get in real life. So. And yeah. an added, yes, it's an added extra bit of immersion. All right. Well, that's cool. super. That's great. Well, we've been going for just under an hour here at the Car Sim and Race Driver Show. And I think we've probably, it's still only about coming up seven o'clock in the morning uh, over yeah. there in Australia, um, which is fantastic. But we'll, we'll probably have to call it a day there to give you a break and give you a chance to relax <laughs> and catch up with some sleep. No worries. But, uh, but it's been <laughs> phenomenal to have you on the show and stay on the line for a wee minute there um, as we just as we wrap up. But um, to everyone who's been watching tonight, it's really fantastic to have you with us. And Nitro has, has shown us here his true colours and, and passion for sim racing. And I'm sure we'll see him go on to do extremely well in sim racing. And to be S&S on GT Sport already is fantastic because um, that's the goal for all of us. We all think we'd love to eventually get there. Um, but you're already doing that. And you're just barely out of school, if you don't mind me saying it. It's fantastic. So I'm sure you'll go on and do really well. Now, we will make a podcast of this show, uh, which will be available on Podbean uh, over the next few days. Um, so look out for that too. And I'll, I'll awesome. send you the link, of course. Um, so it's all there. And of course, you can still get the mug and uh, just uh, go on to the channel or send me an email at info at hughhattrick.com. But uh, we will look at wrapping up the show. But thank you very much, Nitro. Um, for coming on the show today. Thank and, you very uh, much for having me. It's been an awesome time. Um, I love I love everyone in chat. You guys are, you guys are super awesome. I love all the questions that have, that have been coming through. Really good questions. So thank you very much again for having me. It's just been an awesome experience. I wouldn't think I'd ever be having an actual interview about a game that I love playing every day. So it's just phenomenal. Thank you so much. You're very welcome. So, and if you find yourself that you're a competitor of Nitro, uh, one of his mates here, and you would like to come on the show, send us an email and we'll get that all sorted out and we'll have you on the show. And perhaps even with that, the podcast we were talking about earlier, that would be quite fun to see if we could do a live show with all of you as well. That would be amazing. And if it's the first time that you've visited the channel, please subscribe if you like lots of sim racing content. 
and also racing content because that's exactly what we do. At, uh, but it's been fantastic to have everybody here with us tonight. You've been a, an amazing guest, Nitro, Braden Henderson. I'll wrap up by saying drive fast and try not to crash. Bye, just now. <laughs>